Hey, it's Zaki. In this episode, we sought to learn more about the protests that many Israelis, ourselves included, have driven past on Fridays during this past year, where kids and teens stand at intersections around the country and spread awareness for climate change. You're listening to... Israel Underground. All around the world, and here in Israel too, young people are foregoing school or giving up their free time on Fridays in favor of attending climate protests in an effort to make their cities more aware about the dire state of the planet. These protests are orchestrated by Strike for Future, also called Fridays for Future, which is a movement of young people calling for action from decision makers and government officials to do something about the current environmental crisis. We spoke with Shani, a representative of Strike for Future, and asked her about her decision to join the movement and what they hope to achieve. Uh, Shani, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Um, to start things off, who are you and what do you do? And specifically, what are you up to on Fridays? Well, I am uh, 13 years old. I am in seventh grade. And I on Fridays, I go to protests for climate justice. Tell me a little bit about what that looks like. Like you're you're standing on the 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 curbside. You're waving signs. Like what are the activities that you're you're doing? Where I go to the protests, it's in Haifa, and uh, we stand like near nearby this canyon. That is a shopping center. Um, and uh, there's I think at least ten ten uh, people every time we protest. And we just stand there with our signs and there's always somebody with a megaphone and he yells us lines and we yell it back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I want to ask you, and I will ask you uh, in a moment, uh, kind of how you got involved and, and, and whatnot. But first, I want to ask, I guess, kind of more about the, the strikes themselves. Do you have an idea of kind of the history of how Strike for Future began? Uh, well, it started in 2018. Uh, Greta Thunberg and a few other activists, they were uh, striking in their country in Switzerland, I think. And they striked in front of, uh, for the government because the government did absolutely nothing uh, about the climate change. And uh, they did this. And then uh, she tweeted about it. Uh, on Twitter, and she also posted about it uh, on Instagram, and it went really, really viral. And then they encouraged other students to also protest. I see. So that kind of started the the wildfire of all of these strikes. So how did you personally uh, find out about Strike for Future? Uh, well, I found out about it uh, about a year ago. Um, I also have a friend who who were also very active in this, and I heard a little about it, about it from her. Uh, and then I think at just some point it just hit me how how close we are to to not being able to do something about it, and it gave me a lot of anxiety. And then I decided that I should channel my my feelings of hopelessness and and all of those negative feelings into doing something that is actually positive and helping society. Absolutely. So I, I want to hear your take on, 
you mentioned, you know, it's not, you want to do things before it's too late. Um, I, I want to hear what is your um, understanding of the current environmental crisis? Um, okay, so uh, there is something called uh, greenhouse gases, mm-hmm. uh, which are gases that when when uh, the light and the heat from the sun uh, goes to the atmosphere of the earth, um, it can get out. I mean, uh, the the greenhouse gases, they keep it uh, in, in the atmosphere. And because of that, the heat stays in, uh, in the earth and be, and the earth is just getting warmer every year. Um, now, it wasn't like that before because we didn't have a lot of, um, of greenhouse gases. Without the greenhouse gases, it would be, uh, it would be something about 15 degrees uh, Celsius, of course, below the zero. So we just now we've reached a point where it is too much. And all of those gases that we've added uh, are gases that we did after the uh, in, um, the Industrial Revolution. And um, since even then, they started recognizing that the Earth is getting warmer and they did nothing about it. And now we've reached a point where it is almost out of control. And uh, all of those... Uh, Using cars, even even making meat, uh, it is super super. Uh, there's so much pollution, and we really should do something before it is too late. Mm-hmm. And when you say we, you mean I mean we the people uh, protesting, and then that makes its way up to a governmental level. Uh, yes, one of the goals of uh, Fridays for Future is um, to to make the the government do anything to help to help stop this mm-hmm. yeah so that seems i mean uh, f- frankly it's uh it's concerning that we've gotten this far but it's it's uh seems great that you guys are are doing what you're doing i wanted to ask um you mentioned that uh, all of this kind of came down from greta uh, and her tweet and her kind of like call to action for students and people around the world. Um, so that leads me to understand that there is no larger organization uh, behind Strike for Future. Is that correct? Uh, well, Strike for Future is a very large organization. Oh, okay. It it contains more than 14, uh, 14 million people, which is a lot. It, it is in more than... Uh, seven thousand and five hundred cities so it is a big organization but um are by i don't think that uh adults run it like it is an organization for teenagers i see so i guess my question is more you know how is it structured is there somebody who tells the teenagers to like go out every friday or do they just kind of take it on themselves um what's what's kind of the the, the structure of of this um, organization well i know that uh in israel there are uh, certain teams there are, there's a team for like a digital contact uh, which uh they talk like in social media and on instagram and on twitter and uh you, they they post there a lot and there's also a team of 
um, יחסי ציבור. Public relations. And also a team of, of people who, who give speeches and talk uh, on the press. Uh, so that's how it works. There are a lot of teams and uh, you can be on more than one. I am on a few. So there's, there's actually uh, quite a bit of activity um, being done uh, besides just the, the um, you know, protesting on the streets. Is that, is that right? Uh, there is a lot of activity, but uh, if you don't want to, or if you're too busy to do all of this activity, you can, you can just go to the protests every Friday. It does help a lot. And mm-hmm. you can be as, as much active as you want. I mean, you can be on all of the team and be super involved in it. And you can just go to cross protests. I see. So it's really, uh, they've kind of tailored it to be accessible to anybody who is wanting to join and with however much energy they have to put towards it. Yes, they did. And I, I can tell it is, it, it makes me feel very comfortable because there isn't a lot of pressure to, to like be committed to a lot of things because uh, all of us have, have other hobbies and, and we also have school, which is making it very difficult. Okay. So you mentioned, I think at, at the beginning of this interview that you uh, protest in Haifa. So how many, you know, cities are or or locations are these strikes taking place every friday in israel um and do they like do they look different depending on where they are i don't think it looks very different i mean there are some cities that are uh smaller and there are less people who who come to protests so sometimes it can just be like three people with a megaphone and a few signs uh it really does depend on on how many people come, but uh, it does not look very different. And it is in uh, twelve cities in Israel. Okay, so that's uh, that's fairly. I mean, it's fairly large. It's not just uh, some small operation. In your experience, when you are out there and you're protesting, uh, and people are driving by or walking by, I, I want to ask kind of what is the reaction that you're getting from the Israeli populace in general, um, I guess both on that, that personal level and also like what does Israel think of Strike for Future as an organization? Well, there are some people who think that uh, it has something to do with with politics and and which side we are. And it does have something to do with politics because eventually we're trying to get the government to take action. But we're not we're not taking any sides. We're not we're not asking you to vote any any kind of um, of, of we're not asking you who to vote. We're just saying that we need to do something and we need to make the government mm-hmm. do something. It doesn't matter who is in the government. Uh, we do it in front of a road. So we have a sign that says that uh, you should uh, honk for uh, for future. And a lot of people does that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it shows a lot of support and it gives us also a lot of motiv- motivations. I mean, there are some people who just honk for about a minute and it is really fun. Um, and 
there are also uh, people who just walk by and and says uh, tells us that uh, we're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So I've always this is kind of a, an aside, but I've always wondered what's the most effective honk for support. You know, because you can just like lean on the horn for like a minute or you could do, uh, you know, just like the beep beep. But also a popular one, from what I understand, I've driven past, you know, these these uh, protests in, in the past. And the most popular one that I've heard is the doot, 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 you know, that guy. Yeah. So what in your experience, what are you feeling like is the most like, ah, yes, this has given me the strength to keep fighting? Well, uh, the one who honk uh, for about a minute, it, it it does show a lot of support, but um, then they don't exactly hear what we say. So it does also a little interrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do love the the music honk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it is absolutely the best. But there are also just people who... who um, who honk random randomly, uh, which is also very funny. Okay, so as long as you give, uh, you know, give give the the people a chance to hear what you're saying, then any honk is okay. Um, so you know, you're doing all of these things. You're 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 doing social media. You're working on public relations. Um, you're protesting in in the streets every week. Um, I want to know. So far, have there been any kind of uh, positive effects? Um, towards Israeli decision makers or, or the government? Well, I know that um, before the last uh, elections, uh, we we had something called uh, the green graph. I, I'm not sure it is the right uh, translation, but it is a graph that shows um, uh, what Miflagot. Uh, Those are political um, parties promised and and showed the most the most about um climate change and what they're what they're uh, they're going to do about it and i know that it did affect a lot of people a lot of, a lot of people said that uh, it ch- they changed their vote um wow yes that's huge i mean it it is huge it makes us very proud and we also have a connection with a few people in the government and we've had a panel where where we talked about uh, with politicians, and and we got um, promises from from other miflagot, uh, and also Yair uh, Lapid had a video where he told about uh, that that the teenagers helped him understand about how important this is. Wow, which is. Honestly, it makes me so proud personally, and it makes me feel that that what we're doing is actually doing a ch- making a change. And that's so important. Um, Shani, I want to thank you for your time. Before I let you go and uh, continue changing the world, is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners? Uh, well, I know that a lot of people are are thinking that this is important but they don't exactly know what to do uh so just it doesn't have to be something huge i think that uh recycling is something that does help and also uh buying as little uh plastic as you can not using of course not using straws or 
plastic bags does also a lot of help. And just spreading, talking about it, um, showing that this is something that is very critical and something very important that we should talk about making a huge difference. Amen. I want to thank you so much for coming on and uh, and letting us all know about this important movement that you are a part of and that is making a change in Israel for the better. Thanks for listening. We're glad to help Shani and other committed youth get their voices heard, and we're excited to keep the show going. So if you have any suggestions for other topics or people whose voices should be heard, drop us a line. You can send us a message on anchor.fm slash Israel-underground, and you can also follow us on Facebook at il.underground. Israel Underground is written and produced by Eden and Zaki Farber-Hennessy. All additional audio is used under Creative Commons. Thanks for listening!